This is the Champion Forum Podcast with Jeff Hancher, the forum for leaders, champions, and dreamers. Welcome back, everyone. It is your number one fan, Lem Woodson. And before we get into today's episode, I would like to take a minute and reintroduce Jeff Hancher Enterprises. We've had so many new followers and listeners that I think it makes sense to ensure everyone knows what we are about. So after 24 years of combined military and corporate experience, Jeff left the corporate world and has formed Jeff Hancher Enterprises, where we are dedicated to helping others lead, inspire, and win. What started as a dream to change his own life soon became a dream to help change the lives of others. Our team realizes that being a leader was a way to accomplish this. Jeff is now 100% focused on using his acquired skills and strategies to fill the gaps in your leadership development strategy and sales strategy to ensure that you and the team you lead reach your fullest potential. The four pillars of our service to others are through consulting, training, keynote speaking, and executive coaching. And to learn more about our mission and to set up a free consultation with one of our team members, please visit thechampionforum.com. Well, without further ado, let's get rolling into Hanch's How To's 7.0. Welcome to another episode, everyone. Yes, Welcome yes, back yes. to the 7.0. 7.0. Lucky number seven, the number of perfection. So we got to do this one right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they keep getting better. You know, these Hanches how-tos, it's sort of like I feel like I'm at an advantage because I'm here for every single episode as well. So really, I'm telling you people, when you listen to these how-tos, they are golden. It's like being right in these meetings, being right on these coaching calls with Jeff. The way that I see him handle himself in these podcasts and talking to people is the same thing that's coming through when he's doing these Hanches how-tos. So if you want to see what it looks like to be in these things, these are your leadership golden nuggets, let me tell you. I love them. I love them because uh, it, it also helps me reflect on what's been going on in my recent past, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's uh, working with a client, working right. with a, a business strategy for a client. Mm-hmm. And these are real life things that are coming up. So yeah. these are what I would call the uh, trending hot type topics yeah. that I'm seeing. Because w- one thing I really love about what I do is that I get to see all different shapes and sizes of mm-hmm. industry. Yeah of business, Mm -hmm. size of companies. Mm -hmm. There are some common threads out there right now. Uh, But also, you know, everybody's kind of facing some of the same challenges. Mm -hmm. What I like about Hanch's How-Tos is it hits us right where we're at in the right time. So I I really love them. And quite frankly, it's been a little while since we've done one because uh, the studio has been humming with some amazing guests. Yes, it has. Yes, it has. And I don't want to spoil anything. So make sure that your notifications are on and that you don't miss any episode because we've had some good ones here. No doubt. Trust me. At the day of our recording right Mm now, uh, we released uh, Wendy May's episode. Yep. And my goodness, uh, my phone has been blowing up all morning. That one was a doozy. What a lesson in uh, confidence and sustainable confidence. Yep. Really like that one. I'm not even going to give a spoiler alert on a couple of the other ones, but here's a little teaser. I'll just say 
think uh, professional drummer turned motivational speaker mm. turned um, a business analyst. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, we have an episode coming out with this gentleman that is just amazing. Nice. This guy goes in and basically for four years surveys companies, not companies, employees in companies mm-hmm. to find out what are, the, what are the reasons why people leave. Yeah. And uh, we're going to navigate those, and it's going to be a lot of fun. But I like that. Let's get started with some some how tos. I got three nuggets for you all today. Nice. The first one I want to lead with is leading with purpose. Nice. And here we are, another Mister Obvious moment. I know, <laughs> I know what you all are thinking, but I'm not talking about purpose as being intentional. I'm talking about purpose as how your people play into the mission and the value that your organization brings to the marketplace. There is a real disconnect right now between our values and purpose on paper and our behavior in practice. This is an absolute fact. And why I think this is happening right now is because of the pace we're running at. We are going so fast. And so we have the posters that look great, the marketing looks great, but we are really missing it at the top leadership levels. Now think about this. Gallup poll last year found that no more than 13% of adults with full-time jobs found their work meaningful. Ooh, My goodness. Man. Like, if you think about that, and I know what you're saying, leader, well, that, thank goodness that's not us. Well, this is a good time to take inventory of do your people uh, find their work meaningful? Mm -hmm. Or is this a nine to five? Is this a check the box for them? Because 13% is nothing for any of us to be proud of. No, 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 no. And in this season that we're coming out of or that we're in or heading into, however you want to look at it, capitalism has taken a beating during this time. More than ever, people are looking to organizations to do more than simply make money. That They are looking for more than just a paycheck. Whether you believe that or not, it is absolute truth. Because here's the reality. You can go make money anywhere. Your organization is not the only game in town. And quite frankly, if we went to LinkedIn and worked hard enough, just about all of us could leave where we're at right now and go find more money. Yeah. So we've got to have this purposeful, fine meeting and being intentional about it as leaders. Mm-hmm. We having, and more importantly, living a purpose matters now more than it ever has. I agree. People need to feel that they're contributing to something greater than themselves that actually makes a difference in the world, in their community. And this authenticity absolutely matters. Yep. You know, we uh, I, at one point in my career, I had an opportunity to lead a team uh, and one of the products that we sold was uh, external defibrillators for cardiac arrest. Mm. And, you know, you would think like a product like that, you would find great meaning. Mm-hmm. But here's the reality. It's just like Groundhog Day. I don't care what you're doing and how important it is. If you're doing it every single day, mm-hmm. you kind of lose sight of the value of that. This is true. And so I would always remind them that we are literally changing the livelihood of the communities that we live in. And I would remind them that the very defibrillator that you put on a wall might be the one on somebody that you love's chest. Mm -hmm. And so we have to have this meaningful purpose. Uh, My brother works at a plastics plant. And literally, they make the byproduct for products. So they rarely even get to see 
the end product. Mm-hmm. But one of the products uh, that they uh, manufacture, think Bowflex, mm-hmm. think think the the rods that bend and create tension. Yeah, they actually make those rods. Ah. And so I was having lunch with him one day, and you know we were just talking about employee engagement and different things like this. And I said, man, you should really tie what you do back into purpose because mm-hmm. literally you're helping people live healthier lives. Yeah. Even though you're not Bowflex, you're part of that mission. Yeah. And now we're tying purpose and meaning into that. Yep. This authenticity is so important when driving meaning because without authenticity, it's counterproductive. It's the poster on the wall. Mm-hmm. And people can easily spot when the words don't match the music. Right. And they remember when leaders say one thing and do another thing. The need for purpose is one of the defining characteristics of human beings. This is an absolute fact. It's a psychological fact. Mm -hmm. Human beings crave purpose. Purpose is a fundamental component of a fulfilling life. These are absolute facts. So purpose is not just this lofty ideal. This has practical benefits for your company's financial health and competitiveness. People who find meaning in their work, they don't hoard their energy and dedication. They give these things up freely and they're less concerned about self-interest. They grow rather than they stagnate. They do more and they do it well. By tapping into this power as leaders, you can literally transform your entire organization. So here's the question for you, leader. Does your team know its purpose and the greater good that's being accomplished? We have got to be purpose-driven leaders. I love that. I love that. You know, one of my favorite things that you do, I I remember sitting in one of your leadership uh, seminars and you talked about the guy with the shovel who, when you asked him, he could either say, oh, I'm just digging a ditch or he can know the purpose. He could say, I'm digging this ditch that's going to be a ditch where we put the pipes that's going to run sewage to this community that's going to be people's homes. And it's a completely different mindset and it keeps even the most minuscule to the eye task at the forefront. You know what I mean? So good. It's so true. And we can find meaning in everything. Yeah. We can attach purpose literally to everything. And you might be here, say, Jeff, you don't know my industry, whatever it might be. Even if you can't find purpose in your product or service, Mm -hmm. find purpose in their work. Yeah. And what that means, yeah. who, what they're working for, what does that represent? Yeah. We got to know this stuff Oh yeah, as leaders. Yeah. And uh, if, if you're not going to do it, at least do yourself a favor and take the posters down. <laughs> this is true. Like, <laughs> you are not doing anybody any favors. No favors at all. I love it. What's number two? Number two is lead as a coach. This, uh-huh. this is a big one for me right now. And um, all of the companies that I'm working with right now, you know, part of the responsibility I take with these organizations, with these leaders, is uh, helping them to be anticipatory. Mm -hmm. And I've said it on this show. I've said it in many of my leadership groups. It's a drum I will continue to beat. Uh, You're not going to want to hear this, but here it comes again. You are going to face more turnover in 2021, maybe than in the history of your organization. Mm. And I hope I'm wrong. And I hope you can prove me wrong. And I hope you all can say, I told you so, Jeff, you weren't right. I hope you can do that. But all trends are pointing that way. And it's for a host of different reasons. By and large, it's the remote level that we are going to now live in. This isn't something that we're getting through. Uh, organizations are staying pat on this remote thing uh, by and large. Yeah. And so as, an or- as, as organizations have thinned 
and flattened, my experience is showing that they're finding themselves needing to promote new leaders before they're ready. And if you're there, you know what kind of pain this can cause, meaning you're looking internally and you're like, man, a succession planning is not real robust right now. Like who's going to take that leadership role because, you know, Joe left or Joe got promoted. Now I got to fill that role. And you're looking out to see what you have to find that you have uh, a bunch of people that have a lot of desire, but they are not ready. They don't have the aptitude or even more challenging is you're hiring from the outside and you're crossing your fingers and hoping they're a culture fit. But even if you hire the perfect candidate, Mm -hmm. there's still a learning curve. And with the turnover that I see coming and this thinning that I see happening Mm -hmm. and this flattening that is taking place, we have got to get ahead of this. And at the same time that all of this is happening, Leadership roles are becoming increasingly complex. Yeah, they are. We're, we are now tasked as leaders to do more than we've ever done before and modify how our approaches look. Mm-hmm. And pre- presenting new leaders with the challenge of uh, where they got to learn the role while leading the role. Yeah. And this is, this is a big, big curve, which could also uh, be a, a, a real long walk off of a short plank for these leaders if we don't capture them in the first 12 months of their tenure. Mm-hmm. A high percentage of this uh, leader's development, it's through on-the-job experience. Yeah. And we we see this. We know this as leaders. Like, they could have the best resume in the world, have done the greatest things, but they haven't done it in your organization. Right. And even if they're in your organization and they're getting promoted, uh, they still haven't done that role Mm -hmm. in the organization. This is true. And the solution is not to simply put people through development programs. You know, you're not going to be a better leader through a development program no more than hanging out in a garage is going to make you a master mechanic. Absolutely. Like, there's got to be action. I need to know how to turn the wrench. I need to know what tool to use, when to use it, what vehicle I'm working on. Mm-hmm. I, I have to know these things, and I can observe that by being around a master technician, yeah. a master mechanic. Leadership is a lot like that. Yeah. Instead, what I'm recommending organizations create is a coaching culture where leaders develop leaders and support one another in navigating this real-world challenge that we are facing. Mm -hmm. And by the way, I don't anticipate this going away. This is the new normal. Yeah, I have always said that leadership is better caught than taught. It's more imperative now than it's ever been. Now more than ever, it is critical that organizations develop and execute world-class mentoring programs for the new leaders that they're onboarding. Do not wait. The turnover is coming. This most likely will be you. Get this mentoring program. And I don't mean an SOP in the check in the box and somebody. everybody has a mentor. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's robust, it's effective, and you see fruit coming from it. This is absolutely critical. Yeah, yeah. And you know, you took the words right out of my mouth when you mentioned the master mechanic thing, because that is exactly how it works in the automotive world. I remember I've worked in many a shop and the ones where the guys above me were the ones that were there working on Hondas or Volvos for 30 plus years, it became easy to become a master Volvo, a master Honda technician because they didn't just give, this is what you should do or theoretically, it was no. You're having this problem, do this. I've seen it, you know, and you get more confidence and you're right, it broods a better environment for everybody because coaching is the best way to develop that next leader. No question about it. 
and there's so many examples of that. I mean, quite frankly, you should you should consider you know boiling this down even to your entry level hires. Quite frankly, mm-hmm. I'm highlighting it from a leadership standpoint because as the leadership goes, so goes the organization. Right. We can't get this wrong. And look, every company, depending on your size and budget and all these things, you mm-hmm. have different levels of resources that are available to you. Right. But here's what I'm telling you. If, um, if you can't do it across the board, you have to do it when you onboard leaders. Oh, yeah. Now more than ever. Absolutely. Absolutely. Hit us with number three. Number three, create a community. Nice. You know, I'm staying on this theme uh, still of this environment that we continue to be in, this remote nature. And, and obviously, you know, at the release and the recording of this episode, things are opening up. Uh, slowly, mm-hmm. uh, but nonetheless, even I, I truly believe that when there the floodgates are open and everything is fully open, mm-hmm. I think there's going to be a new way and remnants of this. Yeah, and so creating a community is going to be different than it used to be. I agree, but it's still essential. Uh, so if you're still if you're in that mindset right now that um, when things get back to normal. Uh, you got to shift gears. You got to pivot here mm-hmm. and you have to embrace this. Now, many people are already doing this pretty well, but it's worth mentioning. Many of the organizations that I support have concluded that they intend to stay remote regardless of the outcome of this pandemic. Mm-hmm. There's one thing that you're going to need to tackle uh, that you did not have to worry about before. And again, a lot of people are already ahead of this curve. Uh, but not everybody's doing it well in in regards to creating a community virtually or not being in the brick and mortar building. Mm-hmm. And and this this challenge that you have is that of loneliness of your team members. Yeah. Um, and and look, you're you're probably a little lonely too as the leader. You know, we we crave as humans that physical interaction. Exactly. Connecting online is great, but that that physical engagement. Is something that really the human spirit craves yes, it does. and desires. Yep. You know, the shaking of hands, the fist bump, you know, a, a friendly work hug, a HR, turn it, turn off mute. We don't hug at work, right? <laughs> I got it. Uh, it se- these things seem trivial until they're gone. Yep. And then it's like, dang. Like, I remember at the height of this thing where it was like, People were like saran wrapping their house, mm-hmm. like bunkered down. Oh and my goodness. Everybody yeah. at least came out with masks. It was like, oh, like the world exists. And yeah. I can see people. You know, this 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 has a wearing effect on people, right? Mm-hmm. And so in the short term, we will need to find some other ways to build rapport. Mm-hmm. And even more importantly, engage and connect at, a, at an emotional level with our team. Now, what I'm not saying is uh, go all in too hard on relationships. Right. You know, I had a great leader that once said, there's a fine line between friendly and friends. Yeah. We got to know that line. As leaders, we're not there to make buddies with everybody. This is true. But we do need to engage in deeper levels of relationships now more than ever as a way to make an emotional connection and uh, retain our top talent. So here's some things that, that I would tell you to consider and think about that I've seen done well with some of my clients and so forth. One... Encourage your team to collaborate and speak with one another. This gets back to that buddy program or the mentoring program. Mm -hmm. This is very important. This is adding connection outside of that virtual team environment. The other thing is have conversations with your team unrelated to work. 
Now, in the busyness of the day, this is really hard to do. This is something you're going to have to be intentional about. Mm -hmm. You know, when you're having that one-off conversation or even in a team meeting. And I get time is of the essence. We're on a tight agenda, whatever it might be. Look, just pop open an icebreaker of some kind just to engage a little bit more uh, on a deeper level than just business as usual. Yeah. The other thing is find a common cause to help to contribute to during challenging times. You know, I I think about this. uh, Lem and I go to the same church, and we did a food drive. Mm -hmm. And I just remember, you know, during the toughest time, toughest part of this pandemic, you know, all of the people of our church kind of showing up and serving our community. And, man, the engagement that came from that— And just that sense of purpose that came from that, Mm -hmm. man, it really draws a team together. Yeah. And I want to challenge you to do that. And that is something that you can do remotely, whether it is, you know, a fundraising thing that you're doing for an organization or, you know, whatever it might be. What you're doing there is you're rallying your team to a common effort. Right. The other thing is make it fun. You know, my wife was recently on uh, a, a Zoom call. Uh, a business Zoom call, and I could hear in the background, I was in another room, but I could hear it. And this was just a couple of weeks ago, and here we are recording this in March of 2021. So several months past Christmas, Mm -hmm. right? And the guy comes on and he's like, hey, before we get started today and today's content, I have some prizes. The first person (laughs) that can bring to me um, a Christmas decoration of some kind that's still up, Mm Uh, is going to get a prize. Nice. These people started going nuts. You nice. could hear the laughing going on. Oh, yeah. You know, people running around, bringing back. And then, then he would rip on them a little bit. He'd be like, oh, my gosh, Mary, like, do you really, do you still have your Christmas tree up? <laughs> yeah, I do. You know, I'm kind of ashamed to say. And, yes, I'm the bottom half of me is still in pajamas, too. <laughs> you know, and he just had some fun with it. And, yeah. man, it really broke the ice and engaged that team. Yeah. Um, letters, gifts to home. To engage the entire family. These are these are very important. Well, Jeff, who's writing letters these days? That's kind of the point. That's the point. You know, do do what nobody else is doing to get what nobody else has. Yeah. It's your employees, it's your team, it's your responsibility yep. to engage them. And when we send these kind of gifts home or letters home, and I'm not saying you have to blow the budget, literally, it could be a half dozen cookies. Yeah. Like and a letter. Thanks for all you do, great month, whatever it might be. Well, you get home from work or whatever's going on and everybody's around, the package shows up, out come the cookies, out come the letter with your letterhead, mm-hmm. and you got the kids. Oh my gosh, who sent those, dad? Oh, it was my boss. You know, think about this. Yeah. Like when you're when you're home and you're not happy at work, who do you talk to about that? Your family. Your family. Yep. And and rarely do we talk about the good. Yeah. We talk about the bad. Mm-hmm. My boss is on my last nerve. I didn't get the pay raise that I wanted, whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. And then you have this family that's making your company and you out to be an absolute monster. Right. And so although we know that's not true, that's the communication that might be happening. So yeah. we have to be intentional now more than ever because we're not getting those uh, dinners that we used to do right, and right. recognition events that we used to do. They're this not there. The other thing is consider virtual parties. I saw some people do this really, really well. 
Um, think St. Patrick's Day. Uh-huh. Hey, everybody dress up in green, whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. Um, but the one that I saw was uh, it was somebody's birthday uh, that was on the call. And the leader emailed everybody but the birthday boy and nice. was like, Let's go nuts. Make birthday signs. Somebody get some music ready. You know, let's sing, whatever it might be. And it was just a great way to engage. Yeah. You know, I've seen ugly sweater uh, contests at Christmas time, whatever. We got to liven this stuff up. Yeah. Uh, the last thing on this point um, is a newsletter. This is another point that I've been really driving with my clients. I know it's an old school philosophy with newsletters. But this is a great way to drive recognition and, and engagement in a remote workforce. Yeah, it is. You know, this goes out. Look, you could even mail it to the house if you wanted. Mm-hmm. That might be better. Again, not only is the employee getting it, but the family's also seeing it. Yep. You know, you got uh, uh, sales tip corner. You mm-hmm. got uh, the benefits corner. You got a recognition corner. You got some industry uh, nuggets corner, whatever it might be. But this is a great way to engage people. I would even say organizationally, you should consider doing this even via your website and doing these kind of newsletters with your customer base. Yeah. If you want a sneak peek of what that looks like, go to thechampionform.com. Within, I think it's seven seconds, five seconds, boom, window pops up. Mm -hmm. We're trying to get you to the newsletter. Why? Because I want to engage my people uh, that are following me and my content on a deeper level. Yeah. So while the physical connection won't be there for now at least, or maybe for the long term, you've laid this foundation for a stronger team in the future because we can't let circumstances be an excuse. We got to find solutions. So number three, create a community. I like that. I like that. And you didn't mention it, but you know what? I was thinking with the lack of community, it's even harder to do the first two things that you mentioned. You can't lead as a coach as much. And also you can't have that that vision, you know, everybody can't be attached to something that they feel fragmented from. Right. So you got to have the community that keeps everything else well glued together. It's a good trifecta. Yep. No, no question about it. And look, leadership's tough. Nobody said it was going to be easy. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the road to success is all uphill. Mm-hmm. But like I always say, uh, the pressure is a privilege. Yep. And you get paid in proportion to the problems you can solve. I love it. Solve big problems, make big money, make big impact. There so you go. those are my three tips for this segment of Hanch's How To 7.0. Nice. Well, there you have it, people. Number one, lead with purpose. Number two, lead as a coach. And number three, create community. This is good stuff. And I know that you all have enjoyed this episode of Hanch's How To 7.0. For daily insights, make sure, make sure that you're following Jeff on social media and you can also get registered to our free weekly newsletter, like he just said, by going to thechampionforum.com. And until next time, on behalf of Jeff, myself, the Champion Forum family, make sure that you are leading well and you never forget that you have been set up to be a champion in this life. The Champion Forum Podcast with Jeff Hancher. Lead. Inspire. Win.